And live. Okay. I'll just hold my dick to you ready. Okay, thank you. <laughs> hey, hold my I like this guy already. <laughs> All right, guys, how you doing? Hey, Excellent. welcome to the show. Hey. You guys, we got somebody really interesting today. Um, you've all seen Satanus, and you What's all know that, Adam? The, uh, it's one of the, the first Church of Satan film. Interesting. Um, yeah, if you haven't seen it, you should go on YouTube and type it in and watch it because it's available for free. But uh, had very sticky floors. Whoa, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> who was that? <laughs> so uh, you, you all know the redhead altar, uh, Lenore Cossieboom, in the film. Uh, she spoke in the film. She spoke about her son. Uh, I found her son, and uh, he agreed to come on our show. So please give a warm, unholy welcome to Perry. Welcome, doing, sir? sir. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was supposed to say something. Okay, I'm yeah. welcome. <laughs> like, okay, bye. I, I saw Satanus. I, I uh, you know, I'm as uh, narcissistic as anyone else who's been involved in, you know, even a, a peripheral uh, way with the church. Uh, she actually mentioned me in in the film. I, I she. She did. She was talking about the masturbation and how she taught you to masturbate. Uh, to My get mother never taught me to masturbate. Oh, well, she claimed that to, to try to battle <laughs> your um, acne she was at what? the time. I was what? To battle your acne. She was telling you that, that masturbation could help cure that. Masturbation cures <laughs> acne. I'm, I'm sure the medical... Uh, world needs to know this information why don't we my, break my down skin is immaculate by the way we could call the <laughs> and tell them that that jacking off uh, cures pimples if that was the case nobody would have acting trust right? me <laughs> i she was she was fabricating i never of course I, i'm not embarrassed at all my god i i don't care really anymore but i never discussed masturbation with my mother and she certainly never participated for the record. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure it was for the show, you know. If you check modern porn sites, though, it seems like it's pretty much normal. So <laughs> uh, it was it's, yeah, it's become normal. Seven. Uh, but but go ahead, guys. I mean, that's interesting. I, I have to watch the tennis again. I actually have it on. Uh, I have it on a CD. And it is a double CD with a movie called Gas, where oh. everyone got flatulence and killed the entire world. It's a great science fiction movie. <laughs> that sounds so, great. No, it's not. But so chances <laughs> on that two CD. I, 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 I think my copy has an extra movie also to it. Yeah. Well, well, go ahead. As you can tell, I'm a shy retiring butterfly, so you guys have to draw me out. Go ahead. <laughs> Well, just well, so you know, welcome when you... to the show. Yeah, Glad definitely. to have you here. <laughs> yeah, Adam said you'll be coming on the show, so we're looking forward to well, that. I'm not going to be coming <laughs> on the show. I will be on the show. Yes, go ahead. Nice. <laughs> Excellent. As long as you don't poop on it. Um, so, yeah, right around the right around the one hour and one minute mark, your mother Lenore uh, starts to say some really cool, funny things, and uh, that's where she mentions you. My, well, I, I, again, if it was true, I would be the first one to admit it, but I, I don't think so. We never discussed that sort of stuff. We were, you know, private people. It was not a matter of embarrassment or repression. My God, in my family, not a chance in hell. Uh, I'm sorry. It's not a was making shit up to sound cool. I, that's that was my mom, a hundred percent. You know, she was making shit up. Oh, I understand why the doctor liked her for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, she's a. How, I, I got to ask you guys a question. Go ahead. Because to me, Anton was Uncle Anton. Yeah. He, I I knew him from the time I was eight or nine years old. We could get into that later if you want to. Uh, he was a very nice adult that was not condescending, and I, uh, 
you know, sensitive to that kind of stuff. But uh, how did he become a, what's he a doctor in? See, wait, before you answer, I'm a doctor from the Universal Life Church. The Reverend, <laughs> Reverend Kensley, who was the first male order uh, doctorate credential guy, actually went to Reverend Kensley's um, home and seminary in um, Modesto on a very, very rainy day about 1966 and got ordained by him personally and got a doctorate and laugh out loud to him personally. But what kind of doctorate did Anton have? I, I don't remember. So, well, I think the DO. I don't believe he had a doctorate. Yeah, that's why it was, it was a term of endearment. Yeah. Okay. The Which I think supersedes your doctorate. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Please. No wait. Supersede. Yep. No, I'm sure. Yep, it does. Supersede my absolutely phony doctorate. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we would definitely like to hear about uh, your your childhood and, and growing up around uh, Uncle Anton. Yeah. What was it like yeah, when and, you and first the, met him? The big cats. Yeah, Togar. My my mom got introduced to Anton by um give me a second here. By uh Take your time, Perry, hurry up. Not a chance in hell I'm not gonna hurry <laughs> up. I'm sixty seven years old. I have a Dorian's right behind you. So, uh, Dorian can run as fast as he wants. He's not going to catch me. My, my mom got introduced to Anton by Fitzy Armstrong. Do any of you guys know who Fitzy Armstrong is? Absolutely not. Nope. Okay. Fitzy nope. Armstrong owned the metaphysical bookstore on the 400 block of Powell Street in San Francisco. It was really cool. You would go there and walk up uh, two flights of stairs to this room that uh, they show like on uh, Harry Potter. You know, these rooms with all the owls and covered glass cases and strange things everywhere. Mm. And Fitzy was this little redheaded woman of, you know, modern middle age. And uh, my mom was probably, I was, it was a few years after I was born, so she was in her late 30s. But Fitzy was a metaphysicist, and she ran the metaphysical bookstore. Now, uh, Fitzy had, she was an astrologer. And uh, you should see the really cool, and I still have it, uh, astrological workup that I have uh, on on my life and Leo rising and all kinds of other stuff. That I'm sorry, guys, uh, if you're a true believer, it's total bullshit. But um, <laughs> I, I have a science background, <laughs> completely made up, but it was wonderful. I mean, it said my life was going to be so wonderful, etc. My life has not been bad, so maybe she was right. But. Um, <laughs> Uh, Mitzi had this bookstore that was well established and it was kind of a magnet for people who were interested in the metaphysical, uh, you know, odd things. Like I said, it looked like the Harry Potter uh, anteroom for the wizard. So my mother would take me up there when I was very young. It was a bookstore and uh, she sold my mother and I books. I got, I'm not good. I got some, she had some nice kids books that were very, uh, affirmative, you know, they were very uplifting kind of books. They weren't at all religious. But my mother went there for um, uh, Fitzy's uh, readings, her astrological readings. And I'm sorry, like I said, I think I made it clear I don't believe in astrology, but whatever turned my mom on, that's cool. Sure. Um, so from that, I mean, I, I, as I've said before, like I said to you privately, Adam, I was never a, mention, a member of the Church of Satan. It's not that, in, in fact, I wholeheartedly believed in their tenets, uh, but there's something in me uh, that I think Anton would appreciate. I can't get involved in organized religion. I would rather put a bullet in my head. I mean, I'm sorry if it's organized, I'm not interested. In it. So right. Mitzi ran this uh, uh, room and, and library and she gave readings and she gave metaphysical lectures. And she, referred my mother to Anton. Now, Mitzi was right downtown, you know, three blocks from the cable car turntable. 
But Anton was way the hell out in the Richmond district, uh, you know, in the, the black house. At that point, it was the need to be painted house. That's why it became the black house is because it needed to be painted and they finally painted <laughs> black. But um, my mom went out there to get his metaphysical lessons. A little background on my mom, if you don't mind. My mom was the eldest of 13 children from a coal mining and railroad family in Canton, which is so far in the hills, you can't see it, West Virginia. <laughs> uh, you know, she was in definition of dirt poor. I, and I'm not looking for sympathy. I mean, after all, I was That's raised. All of West Virginia. <laughs> Yeah, don't even sing the, uh, the John Denver song. But, but she, um, it, you know, she left at 13. Uh, she left at 13, actually, because she had uh, negligently allowed one of her brothers to uh, uh, drown. And uh, she was ashamed and she left. But uh, we don't need to get into that, really. But she went and traveled the world. She was probably... She was 13 years old. She had her first pair of shoes. She was very likely a prostitute. She went to the uh, road houses in Florida and the South as a young girl. And you could put two and two together. I did later in my life. You know, trying to make ends meet in the Depression. I, you know, why the hell would I hold it against her? Uh, she seemed to have a lot of fun. And ultimately, she became a Satanist. But uh, I would accompany her um, in the very first time she went out to um, see Anton. We would take the uh, 55 Sacramento Street bus and then transfer to the one California bus. This is getting into so deep trivia. I'm certainly. <laughs> That's cool. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> but I we would. It. Go yeah. And I would accompany her, not because she wanted she was afraid of being killed or anything. I mean, my God, it was San Francisco in the 50s or the 60s. But just because she wanted a company. And I would uh, go in the house and be entertained by um, Carla, who is Anton's daughter, who's the same age as I am. Nice. We never were. I cannot claim that we were ever friends. But, you know, we were... 12 and 13 years old at that time and we played well together and kind of ignored the fact that we were in the, the church of satan i mean it just never <laughs> and there was the big cat in the backyard uh you know i sent adam a picture of the um you know of the uh uh anton sitting in front of the back door uh where he had enclosed the entire backyard uh, ceiling included in chain like fence uh, because, uh, you know, Togar didn't want to get out. Uh, Togar played with, when I went there and a couple of times with my mom, I played with Togar once or twice, but Anton was kind of antsy about letting strangers play with Togar. Togar was, Togar was friendly. You know, Togar was a big kitty cat. But, you know, hmm. we all know that that can turn in an instant Adam, I got a question for you. Sure. How do I take a piss? How do I take a piss? Can you give me a second? <laughs> yeah, you just go do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bring the first, first you want to zip your fly. <laughs> no, no, that that part, and then what? <laughs> and then <laughs> wipe the seat. Wipe the seat. I I haven't figured it out yet. God help me if I had to take a crap. But uh, give, give me. A You're minute. not the first person to pee on our show either. We, yeah. Talk. Talk. This is the third time show. somebody's peed on our show. <laughs> talk you know, okay. on your show or what? Talk amongst yourself, smoke them if you got them. I'll be back in a second. All right. Okay. <laughs> That's great. This is not new to our show. <laughs> <laughs> Third time we've been pissed on. <laughs> TDY can like brought guy. to you by. He's awesome. <laughs> You're in good health. You're in good health. <laughs> yeah. So how you guys doing? We got to keep our place, and, and so we can remind him where he was at when he left. left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he was. Yep. He was totally trying bad. to not get mauled by a lion. 
Right. Didn't he say something about Carla and him playing doctor or something like that? <laughs> oh, no, that was me. I'm sorry, that was me. <laughs> that was fast. Hi, guys. I'm back. <laughs> All right. I, I even washed my hands, if anyone cares. Nice. But go ahead. You guys are supposed to be asking me questions. Yeah, yeah you were talking about um, you and Carla playing. You were talking about Togar in the backyard and Anton being a little ant. Yeah, we were, we were, you know, playing just uh, as 11 and 12-year-olds, completely normal kids playing in a house where the cocktail tables are tombstones. And <laughs> yeah. Things so like did that. You, but did you that's pretty freaking cool. Carla and I, 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 What's that? Well, go ahead. You go ahead. It's your well, show, we, Perry. Uh, we we actually we didn't get along that well. Oh. We we never did, and then ultimately, her and I went to. Uh, it happened. was in San we went Francisco. To what? We went to high school together, George Washington. Oh, and I. oh there you go. We were exactly yeah. the same. We were exactly the same age. So we were in the same classes. I, I don't think I ever had a class with her, but we saw each other, you know, all the time in the hallways and stuff like that. She, I was a greaser, and uh, you remember, remember uh, Grease on TV and or on the uh, movies and stuff like that. I was basically a greaser with the cars and the motorcycles and things. Did you like sing that. and dance in the hallways? Oh yeah, I was so damn good. I mean, you would. <laughs> I don't want to stop my Hollywood career except for the lack of talent. Um, <laughs> Carla, uh, Carla was a hippie. Her her picture, in, which there's nothing wrong with that at all, but the uh, photo of her in the yearbook has her with um, uh, with who who was it? I'm sorry, I've drawn a blank. With uh, oh, uh, Alice Cooper. I'm sorry, why did I draw a blank? Alice okay. Cooper. I've seen that picture before. He actually sang at, he did a concert at, in our auditorium on one of the weekend shows. I mean, we had really cool, like, you know, uh, uh, R&B bands and stuff like that. I mean, this was the 60s. Yeah. These guys were struggling for money and a hundred bucks. They would sing at Washington High School. Sure. Yeah. So that was Alice Cooper there. And they went uh what was called the dungeon was was a open space under the concrete bleachers of the school, and that's where the hippie kids went to smoke pot, <laughs> and uh, you know, that's where they that the photograph is them going to the the dungeon. Oh, but, tell us but about Carl, pot, Perry. <laughs> so tell us about pot. I'm kidding. Just no, I. <laughs> Actually, I, I was not into that. It just uh, it didn't agree with me when I was a uh, in high school. Other things did, but that was not. Uh, Carla and I just uh, did not click. It, it was not a hatred or anything. But what Anton did, which was very very good for my mom and I, I was in a district high school. You know, in San Francisco, you got districts. You got a high school. I was in the district of a high school where I had friends where we were going to get into trouble. I mean, it was just a, uh, a, a bomb ready to go off with me and these guys in high school. <laughs> so my mom wisely said, you're not going to that high school. So Anton um, uh, said that I lived at his house and signed off on it with the high school. And we went like two and a half years before I got caught. <laughs> I, I I understand it. at that time I was kind of pissed, but now I realize my mother was protecting me. It was it would not be good. It would have been I would have been in jail. It would have been very bad. Yeah, <laughs> but that was Uncle Anton. I mean, he was to me, he was just an adult. I, I don't know if you remember being fifteen. Uh, he was an adult that did not talk down to me. He was a friend of my mother's. He was very likely a lover. I mean, almost certainly. I realized later on, which you know, who cares? Yeah, it was the sixties, man. You do that. Yeah. Um, if you can't I, be with the one you love, you love the one you're with. 
Well, you know, not the I, it, don't do that. That's awful. <laughs> yeah, that's <the> <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he, um, you know, Anton at that time was with Diane, and Zeno was one or two then. And like I said, I was not a member of the church, so I was on the periphery of everything. Mm. But, um, you know, my mother was with, I, I think my mother became lovers with Anton uh, when she first went over there by learning from him from Fitzy Armstrong at a early time. My, my mother was an attractive woman. Yeah. And, and she had round heels, you know. I mean, that's just the, uh, I don't know if that's a reference you guys will understand, but. Uh, I do. I read it somewhere uh, once. Yeah, that, sometime. Yeah, actually, I wrote friends. it down and then I read it, but go on. <laughs> uh, that's what I believe was going on. You know, of course, I wasn't allowed to witness the, uh, the actual action. But, um, <laughs> well, but go good. ahead. <laughs> you want to know anything else about my mother or, or you know, this is uh, tell us all of it. I, I think I, I'm, yeah. I'm interested in hearing your observation. Like, I mean, were you were you aware? Obviously, you knew that it was uh, at, at a young age. Did you realize how different? I mean, like you said, like you just saw him as Uncle Anton. But do you realize? Did you realize just how obscure uh, maybe like his house and his lifestyle and everything was compared to, or was it just just what you grew up with? Well, yeah, of uh, course. Uh, 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 well, you don't, you don't have any idea how I grew up, but um, oh, no, I don't. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's complicated. I'm not going to get. It's nothing to be hidden. It was complicated. My mother gave me up when I was uh, quite young, so I was raised in institutions until I was about 14, uh, when probably by law or something she took me back. I wasn't really welcome. And I'm not crying in my beer with that. It's just, it, it is what it is. It, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I dealt and, and moved on. I had, a, I had a hell of a good time, by the way, because I was 17 years old and it was 1969. And the Haight-Ashbury was a very short bus ride away. And uh, <laughs> there was nothing holding me back, I, including my mom. She dare not do that. But um, we were we were friends, but that was uh, probably not mother son. I mean, you know, she didn't wear uh, you know a frock dress and and uh, bake on Saturdays, and that wasn't going on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. But you know, what do you think about it? You know, I I don't know. My my brain is not normal. I, well, I I think what I'm asking you is like is is compared to okay you're you're in high school with all these other kids if you went oh, over to to, to their if you went over to one of their houses ah! it's gonna be a very different scene than when you went over to Uncle Anton's house and and I just don't know. Ah! Ah! what is going on here? that's a dog oh, oh. <laughs> oh really? my dog is thankfully <laughs> quiet he's usually barking his ass off. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, if you want the the sociological effects of being the son of a high priest of the Church of Satan, sure. How do they ever put that together so easily? I don't know. But <laughs> anyway, yes. As a matter of fact, she had put me in an institution. She put me in a God help us all, dog help us all, a <laughs> Catholic preparatory orphanage uh it was an orphanage prep school i don't know what you call it. it's a place yeah we weren't rich uh, she got me in there again dog help us by catholic charities she had some in with them and it's amazing to me because she yeah. it was nothing that she'd never been anything like a catholic but anyway well, there, I there weren't many that. satanic prep schools around you know well Really? Well, she she had uh, got me, uh, although she abandoned me with all the issues that go with that, uh, which I've really gotten over. I'm 67, for God's sake, dog's sake. She, um, uh, I, I went to one of the best college preparatory schools in Northern California. I was run by the Christian brothers. I mean, they were they were 
great teachers. Nothing better could have happened to me, and that is nobody I know on the phone, so let's ignore it. <laughs> but, uh, so I got a scholarship to a school in San Francisco, a prep school, college mm -hmm. prep school, called uh, San Ignatius High School. Now, St. Ignatius High School is run by Jesuits. And believe me, I was at that point in time, I was completely clueless. Church of Satan didn't mean anything to me. I was just, I went to this Catholic school just to get a really good education, which would have worked until they threw me out. Well, right about mid-year, the formation of the Church of Satan and everything else hit the papers big time in San Francisco, including my mother's name all over the the newspapers. Well, the Jesuits that ran St. Ignatius, Jesuits are not stupid. <laughs> they noticed. And they never asked me about it, and I'm not looking for sympathy here at all. But I started to get bullied. Yeah. relentlessly people asking me to fight all the time after school blah 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 just forever so it became untenable and yeah. uh so i i abandoned my i don't even know why in retrospect why the hell did i ever do that uh you know because i certainly did not agree with any of their christian tenets i just wanted a good education yeah. But I moved on and kind of moved on to the streets, which, um, you know, which was where I was a lot of the time in my, you know, mid and late teens. I wasn't really at home a whole lot. Do you have any questions? Because I'm running out of steam. <laughs> well, let's go. Let's go back. I mean, <laughs> this is great listening to you because I can, you know, I can listen to all the war stories. It's great. I. I wanted to um, oh, yeah. bring it back to, um, you know, you're nine years old and you're in the house. I mean, what are some of the things that, like, took place? Like, what did you see? What did you hear? You know, um, did you did you hear a ritual going on? Did you get sure. to hear any of the, the talks going on about, um, you know, his, his circle and, and, and Satanism? My, you know, my wife is in the background. I, I've been, uh, my, my wife and I have been uh, together since uh, 1967. So my, my wife, uh, knew my, my, you know, my wife is here in 1967, well over 50 years. Um, she was here the whole time also, uh, you know, with my mother. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, we didn't, I mean, we were teenagers. We didn't. And I, I wasn't uh, welcome, actually. I don't know what I would have, but I, if you were underage, you were not welcome to Anton's services because he would get in trouble with the law. Right. Uh, he had 18 plus to, to be there. Yep. So anything I saw was, uh, you know, I, I sent you a few pictures of, um, I guess it was Zena's baptism you told me. I wasn't quite sure what it was, but uh, things yeah, like that. Well, my, my mother was on the altar. I guess that's why. That was not me taking the pictures. I gave my camera to my mother's husband, Hugo. I'm not going to. He was a good guy. Yeah, mm -hmm. He was a Mexican. Uh, he was a Mexican guy that came from wealthy family. And my mother was a, you know, five foot ten white chick with huge tits. And it was heaven for him. <laughs> that was Hugo. Uh, he, he, was, he was okay. I mean, he was a nice guy and he was living. And she was supporting him. He was a chigla supporting him. He was a life for Riley. With Hugo. He's the guy in the photographs, too. He's a handsome Mexican guy. But um, I, I don't know. I... Didn't think much of it. She was not really overt until maybe I was 16 or 17. And again, it had been going on so long, and I knew Anton. I, it, it didn't really seem, I'm, I'm certain there's Christians out there that would think I'm just absolutely damned forever. I, I thought it was normal. Sure. I yeah, mean, my right. mother, she had a room in the flat. We lived in this huge flat in San Francisco. 
she had a room in the flat, which was her uh, her uh, sanctuary, and she had a altar with a bath, you know, a single baphomet, just like is shown in your guys' photos on your website. You know, the three foot diameter uh, sigil uh, on a stand. She had a, uh, a ten inch uh, plaster phallus. Uh, above it, uh, she had the bell. Of course, I'm trying to remember everything. <laughs> she had the, the, you know, the, um, what do they call them? The Coptic jars, the uh, uh, Egyptian funerary, funerary jars. I don't know if they were fake or real. I really don't know. Yeah. And uh, she would go in there by herself and uh you know do rituals and you know there was the the fallacy of the black candle the black candle was actually a blessing and the white candle was the curse it was reversed so that people right. who were not uh, privy would would understand mm -hmm. and i went when i was a little younger i went in there with her and to show her doing her own little black mass you want to call it that i was just bored and it seemed silly to me to be quite honest with you guys mm. i i hope you're not playing to be on to be honest you know the the nine tenets of uh, satanism i agree with all of them but i'm not a joiner you know right. i'm also a fan of ayn rand and uh you know i think that uh anton um as a person I'm going to get a lot. I've, I've read what they've said about Anton, true or not. Anton, to me, was always extremely pleasant. Yeah. He was never condescending, which he could have been. And mm -hmm. he always took time when I went to the, um, uh, the uh, metaphysical meetings with him before he founded the church, when I accompanied my mother on the bus. Uh, he was always just welcoming and, and pleasant and nice. He seemed to be a nice guy. That's before he shaved his head. That's when he had his, you know, male pedant. Yeah. Lugar <laughs> was there. You know, I, I, I don't know if these memories are, are important to you, but he was a... No, that's a really what this is all about. It's really interesting, and, and that's all that we're asking is just your impressions of that. You know, we're not asking... He, he, was, a, yeah. he, was, a real, he was a real human being. Yeah. Nice. And, uh, you know, of course he was one of the world's greatest con men. I'm going to put that in parentheses because he he never stole any money he only took what they were absolutely begging him to take. And that's one of the tenets of, of Satanism. Sure. If you yeah. feel good giving it away, hell, give it all away. <laughs> you know, I, I understood that perfectly. If, if the, using Carney terms, if the mark, you know, gets, gets off, you know, gets an orgasm on giving away everything he has, <laughs> or wearing a maid's outfit and walking around Anton's house serving drinks or cleaning his toilets. And, of course, that went on all the time. You know, you could later on, there was always some, usually a man in a maid's outfit cleaning his toilets and doing that sort of stuff. If that is what makes you happy, please enjoy yourself, sir. You know, I mean, what can you say? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, it, it, he he just allowed people to fulfill. It's not even a fantasy. Just fulfill what made them happy in life. Yeah. And with that, you know, I think he's a, he's a great guy. We had the, the baptism of Zena. We had the, the funeral of the fellow in the military. I, I can't remember all of this. I'm sorry. No, that's, no, that's okay. I, I think he... Got decapitated or something. I never met James Mansfield, which was uh, a pity because <laughs> I, was, I was 18. I would have really liked to have met right. him. <laughs> but, uh, he, uh, you know, he had the charisma. And 
my impression of Anton LaVey is that he was a very decent guy taking full advantage. And in these days, that sounds horrible, but no, taking full advantage is what people need to do. He took full advantage of the times, uh, the 60s, uh, with everything that went with it, uh, to feed his family and to um, basically show his followers a good time. Yeah. And you know, he, he's not like Jim Jones, where everyone would go commit suicide. <laughs> I, I mean, with, with Anton, let's all check off. I mean, <laughs> or, or find a hot chick and get laid. I mean, you know. It's, it's... Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> all about the spice of life. Yeah, exactly. Was Anton, did he ever talk about like the LGBTs or like transvestites, transsexuals. Term then was it? <laughs> you know, those types of people were there ever in the house and and around him a lot. You know, uh, I, I'm I'm really fortunate. I I, I, I did, how do you say it? I, I'm not trying to. What I'm not. I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank because I, I, I'm not trying to look like, whoa, I'm a cool dude. The, the, the thing was, is that, yes, indeed, there was a number of, in, and in 1967, it was a big deal. Mm -hmm. There was a number of um, uh, gay people that were, uh, that were out. I mean, yeah. in 67, being a gay man or woman, that was out was basically the kiss of death. Right. I, I mean, if you were, I mean, if you were blatant in public, you would have the crap that that beat out of you by the police wow. or some other you know, random asshole. But um, Anton encouraged everyone to be who they were. And this is without pandering. I mean, this is not like some of the crap you see on the news where people are obviously pandering to people because they're gay. He yeah. absolutely welcomed them yep. because he welcomed anyone who was enjoying themselves. And again, like you said, like uh, transvestites, he had, I, I don't know how many there were, but there was always a man in a maid's outfit cleaning up, serving drinks, whatever. Mm -hmm. I asked my mom about it. I mean, you know, I, I was you know, 16 years old. I wasn't sophisticated. I, I did grow up at the corner of Polk and Sacramento, which was that that was the Castro of San Francisco at that yeah. time. I think it still is. <laughs> I, I don't know. I haven't been there. But I used to go out to the local uh, hamburger uh, joint, and I'd get hit up by gay men all the time. Because yeah. I was, you know, I was 15 years old, but my mom had warned me, and I was not interested. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't resent it. It was just what they did, yeah. and I'd say, "No, I'm not into that." And yeah, absolutely. In those days, the guys would just go away. But Anton had. Um, there was always somebody willing to dress up as a woman, mm -hmm. whether it was a maid's outfit or whatever, and show up at, at Anton's, and do whatever they really liked doing. <clears throat> Right. And, you know, why would anyone object to that is, I'm sorry, my my brain is not normal, as people tell me. <laughs> why would anyone even give a shit if somebody's having a good time? You know? Exactly. Exactly. Why would they give a shit? So <laughs> it's safe to say. a sign that said LGBT, whatever that is, because that was not even a, a word in those right. days. Right. But it was just normal to allow whatever the non-initiated call perversions. And I'm just saying that to give a word to it, in my mind, it's absolutely not a perversion. It's just what people do. Right. You know, okay. Right. But everyone else thinks it's a perversion. Eh, not, not really because nobody dies and everyone's happy. What can you say? Yeah, yeah. So it's probably safe to say that the Church of Satan, uh, in your experience, was the first um, organized religion to openly accept gays and lesbians. Well, 
Give me a second. I got to piss again. Okay, hang on. <laughs> We're gonna when we're old that old we're gonna probably have to piss that often as well. Oh. How are we gonna get the show done? We'll have to piss all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I doubt we'll be doing TDYK when we're sixty-seven years old. Keep a bucket hey, under the desk. Know. If I make it that long, <laughs> I think it'd be fun to go back. You know, revisit when we're old fucking men. <laughs> We're like, hey, welcome to episode 666. We finally made it. 666. Right. <laughs> okay, I'm back. You guys have you guys have no idea about how it is when you're getting old. The reason <laughs> is, no, you, you seriously don't. And, and that's okay. You'll find out. Oh, yeah, the, we, we will. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> that's the goal. Yeah. I, I, I have to piss because I take a diuretic because if I don't, I will full, my uh, body will feel full of fluids and I will die. And I don't want to do that. So, you know, let's not do that. Yeah, don't do that. Fuck off. That's all I can say. Yeah. So, what the hell were we talking about last year? I I just asked you if, um, in your experience, if the Church of Satan was the first religion to openly accept gays and lesbians. You know, it was so seamless that I don't think anyone sat back and said, oh, look, there's a gay person because they're certain. Or, hey, look, there's a a man in women's clothing. Because nobody cared. Yeah, right. Satanists wouldn't care. What would he he do? So he wasn't flying their flag, right? He wasn't, wasn't, you know, carrying their banner or anything, but he just, it was just... Hey, you you like that? That's fine. It was normal. Yeah. Okay. To him, it was a normal. That's a beautiful thing. Perfect. It was a normal. It's just like me. You know, I, well, I'm sorry, I'm not gay. Uh, Really, I'm not apologizing for being gay, uh, not gay. Wait a second, that went wrong. (laughs) I'm married to an Asian woman uh, back before it was fashionable. So. Uh, devil you yeah we're married nice. are we oh shit i'm not married good see honey the um <laughs> the thing was you know back even in san francisco back in the day uh that was um that got you noticed if you were with somebody not of your race i mean we were hassled by the cops uh, wow. it was just the the times whereas wow. today you know, who, who gives every tech guy in the world wants to lose his girlfriend? Yeah. And, uh, but I'm, I'm sorry. We, we fell in love on the schoolyard way before it was even a thing. So, uh, my wife too, she's sitting here. She's like, she was there. She, she doesn't really want to get on the air with this, but she was there. She knew I'm, of course, uh, we have been, you know, they started dating at 15 and got married at 18. Wow. Well, congratulations, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. She had something to say. Go ahead, sweetheart. I don't think it was the first church that gave. I'm sure by all the Well, uh, Carol's saying that. Uh, yeah, I agree with her that uh, 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 she said that the Church of Satan was not the first church. That uh, you know, a lot quote unquote allowed gay people because, as her and I know, and she's very astute on this, that doctors, lawyers, stockbrokers, etc., you know, particularly in the San Francisco area, uh, were gay. I mean, it's very unfortunate in the um, early '80s, and I lost a, a job because of this. But in the early 80s, that there was people in San Francisco that were dropping like flies uh, with AIDS. It, it's hard to describe. Uh, you know, I spoke to a uh, architect. I was, I was a land surveyor uh, who had my own business. So I, I do work for architects all the time. I spoke to this 
young architect who was at the peak of health, a really handsome man, met me on the job site, gave me instructions, and went, hired me and then went away. And when I called a week later, he was dead from, from oh. AIDS. Wow. Wow. All of a sudden, people started, well, it killed people really fast. Yeah. People started dying and just, we, and it was doctors, lawyers, stock, as if that made a difference. It was also, you know, regular people that were uh, dying. It was horrible. And um, it was shocking. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we lived through it and uh, we had some friends that, uh, uh, decided to move out of San Francisco because they were gay. They were going to go to places where they're, you know, they, 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 where they could be not promiscuous. They could, they could have, uh, you know, some, some steady relationship where they wouldn't get a disease. It got that bad. Yeah. And, and I was being interviewed for a job as a, um, uh, professor of civil engineering at uh, Cal State Fresno. I don't even what possessed me to interview for the job. I mean, it's, it's Fresno. Give me a break. But uh, I I got invited to the head of um, the department's house. He, he was the doctor of civil engineering, big deal. And they were going to have me overnight and dinner and then go show me the elephant at the college to smooth me for a job. Well, I get there, you know, I fly down there, a little puddle jumper from San Francisco. I get there and uh, the the doctor takes me home and um, him and his wife go into the, the bedroom and start screaming at each other. And the upshot was I wasn't welcome because she was afraid because I was from San Francisco that she would get AIDS and die if I had dinner with her. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. This is, I mean, the best thing that ever happened to me is that I didn't take that job on. I mean, they were, it was, it was, a, I, I, I didn't mean to get into, uh, you know, LGBT politics, but it was so <laughs> insane and so prejudicial at that point. I mean, it was just, and, and I, I had been a 16 year old seeing, you know, yeah. transvestites in, in anti parties. Yeah. And, and thinking nothing of it, you know, it was just okay. They like to do that. Cool. Go yeah. There's the, the reason why I ask, uh, and I brought it up. This is John. I um, there was, you know, there's talk about people saying that that wasn't true, uh, that the, you know, the, they didn't have transvestites there and things like that. And I just wanted Absolutely to not. prove them wrong. You know. Absolutely not. No, it was awesome. Anton encouraged any kind of so-called aberrant behavior. Uh, yeah. That wouldn't hurt anyone. Anything Precisely. You yeah, he had he had transvestite men, you know, with the fantasy of the maid fantasy, the maid fetish. Th those guys, I forget the guy's name, but he was around all the time. Yeah, his cute little maids, you know, his, his British maids outfit, serving Anton. You know, good deal for Anton, I guess. <laughs> but the, the guy who was here every time I was here in, in the yeah. late sixties. Well, let me ask you this, because I'm no, I know pretty soon you're gonna have to pee again. What, when I say the word <laughs> Satan, what does that mean to you? What does Satan mean to you? Well, Satan, Satan is a uh, construct. Uh, Satan is a heresy of the Christian religion, and the Christian religion is a heresy of uh, many religions. Uh, the uh, uh, Mithridates, etc. Et um, Satan is a um, well. I don't know. The, you know, the question is so multi-layered. Well, it's to that, you. What does it mean to you? Yeah, to what you. Does it mean the... To me personally, absolutely nothing. It's it's <laughs> a, it's it's a, like I said, it's a construct. But yeah. what it means to me, if if we could, um, can I say nasty words here? Sure. Absolutely. Fuck yeah. yeah I mean, Absolutely. I don't have Tourette syndrome. If, <laughs> we, if we could screw with uh, people who are hypocritical, devout Christians by saying the, the bad word Satan, more power to it. Now, let me stop right there. I have a lot of respect for people who are devout Christians. 
that that really believe in you know that that whole again christian construct because as anton said even in the satanic bible anything that makes people happy is is right and good how can you argue with that so satan satan is um a fictional being uh who could be used in a number of ways some of them funny some of them uh, uh very powerfully uh the the word satan satanism always engenders a knee-jerk reaction among christians and sometimes i want to go there and other times i just don't it, you heard him saying on that yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely because I no, I do not. I, I was never a member of the church, but no, there is no worshiping in Satan because he's an imaginary being. It's right. a uh, it's a uh, heresy of the Christian religion. And since I don't believe in Christian religion, how in the world would I believe in Satan? Right. But the concepts of Anton. He just used the Satan and the word satanic church as a mechanism to open people's minds. Yeah. And in the showmanship. He was always a showman. Of course. Yeah. Perry, I don't know what to say. I mean, it, it's great having you on. Um, we're, you know. Really, well, since, uh, since I actually have one, one question I wanted to ask. Go ahead, Adam. Uh, what was it like? In the black and house begin. on Halloween. Oh, Halloween. My wife is laughing. You, you, you want to answer that, Carol? What was it like in the black house on Halloween? It was Halloween. It was Halloween all the time. We can't hear her. <laughs> it was Halloween all the time. Good answer. Well, I do have a bunch of photos. Let me break a second. Uh, I I went to my first Halloween party at the uh, the a formerly unpainted house called the Black House uh, when I was eighteen, and he I don't know where they found these people, uh, but I mean that's that said with awe, not not with disdain. Right, right, right. right. There was so many interesting people there. And I, I'm certain there was people that we could name drop forever, uh, you know, uh, really important people from 1960, when I was uh, 1970, when I was 18. But, you know, everyone was in costume with at least two or three transvestite maids, at least two or three just plain transvestites, a couple of which looked very, very good. You know, it wouldn't take any more than a drink or two at the bar to convince yourself that these were women, which is good. You got to admire artistry and, and dedication to purpose. Yeah. But, if you could pull it um, off, that's great. But nowadays there's some of them that, oof. Anyway, go on. Can really pull them off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hang on. <laughs> I mean, deliver the goods, you know? Well, I, I don't say, I can't say that it was any different. Yeah. From any other Halloween party, you know what what Anton did? He would uh, declare a Halloween party, which he pretty much did every year. And people would go to it. He would never show up. So, (laughs) well, maybe a little bit. But I I remember that the last one, the only one I went to was in 1970. There was the, the transvestite maids going around with, with uh, trays of drinks, incredi- incredibly watered down drinks, if you want my opinion, as an old drunk. But um, <laughs> there was young women in costumes from poor to good, and there was a men, the same thing. It, he had just invited, you know, a hundred of his current friends I, I mean i can't say that it was the the hardcore old line uh that was there it was a bunch of happy-go-lucky young people 
which Anton likes surrounding himself with. I mean, how can you complain about that? You can't. Yeah. Yeah, my my wife is saying that if if he got raided, he was uh, he was hoping to get raided and uh, to be in the news, and then he wouldn't be there, so it wouldn't be his fault. And <laughs> and Anthony <laughs> oh, was most certainly uh, he had an IQ probably in the what forties, and um, my my mother, uh, you know, to get back to the start. You know, before the black house, the house that needed paint. And, you know, I think that he actually, excuse me a second. You know, there was a lot of uh, bondage, uh, subtle bondage and domination going on. Mm -hmm. This is like the transvestite maids, which is bondage and domination. Uh, he had people that were willing to work for him uh, for nothing. Uh, because he was who he was. Mm -hmm. And of course, Anton was going to take full advantage of that, and I would too. Yeah. But I think the Black House got painted uh, by that. He did not hire a painting contractor. He had uh, uh, folks that wanted to be near the great man painting the house. I mean, Wasn't that, there's a rumor that Boyd Rice painted it. Is that true? Or... Who's that? Boyd Rice. Who's that? I'm not familiar. Oh, I think he touched it up later on. Yeah, oh. he was Boyd wasn't around in the '60s. Okay. Is yeah, he no, one I of the? Was... Is he one of the famous Victorian painters? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I, I don't know who he is. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just advantage. Yeah, well, he was a priest, uh, prominent in the '90s. Okay. Now, uh, you know, I, I have not gotten involved in that. Involved in ever in church politics, but I understand it's changed. Maybe I can ask you guys a couple of questions. Uh, whatever happened to Carla? Uh, well, she for has her out, own Perry. church <laughs> in San Francisco, and yeah. they have a Halloween or a Christmas party every year at the bottom of the hill club. Okay. Um, next time you see Carla, give her a big kit with. So that's that's as much as I know of her. <laughs> okay. Uh, like I said, uh, Carl and I knew each other well, but we were nothing. I, I, I could have come on here bragging how wonderful friends we are, but it's not just the one thing the Satanists do is that uh, unless there's a great advantage to, to it, uh, we can't lie. You know, I, I mean, there's no percentage in lying, and you always get caught anyway. Uh, Carl was pleasant, but we just weren't in the same groups. Now, whatever happened to Zena? I I know her story, but where is she now? I think Germany. I lives in Berlin. Yeah, uh, Berlin. Yeah, somewhere around 1995 or so, Anton came into a um, a place that I uh, do the owners of. Uh, very well. I used to hang out there after work, waiting for uh, traffic to dissipate because I had a 50 mile commute in the uh, mid 90s. It was the San Francisco Gun Exchange. It was a gun store, and I knew the owners. They were childhood, they're childhood friends, and so I would hang there and talk to Bobby, the owner. It's the store closed down in 2000 or so. But one afternoon, it, when I was waiting uh, for traffic to leave. Uh, Anton came in with a rather good-looking young woman, and um, he poked around and poked around, and I went over and introduced myself, and um, I said, Anton, it's it's Perry. How have you been? And absolutely blank look. You know, it, he was getting toward the end of his life. So I said, it's it's Perry, Lenore's son. Figured that would uh, jog his memory, and it did not. You know, at that point in time, I, maybe he had all time or something. Uh, he had no idea who I was. He had no idea who Nora was, which my mom died in 84. So uh, my mother was never estranged from Anton. Uh, she was always um, in his good graces, and she found the... Um, 
I'll watch the book um, by by Ragnar Redbeard. Might is right. Yeah. Yeah, she found and yeah. copied that book for his library by Ragnar Redbeard, which uh, I remember her her doing that with um, uh, with uh, what was Macaulay's first name, Carol? Dennis McCauley. Do you guys know about Dennis McCauley? No. Uh, just from what you've told me privately. Well, I, I don't know what a big deal it is, but Dennis McCauley was like a, um, he was abandoned by his parents at uh, 16 or so. Uh, it was because he was gay. And um, my mom, I don't know how he met him or whatever, perhaps through Anton. Uh, my mom basically fostered uh, Dennis on an informal basis. He lived at her house. Um, he was, uh, he would show up at high school, you know, in full, um, you know, the cape, the, the red line, black cape, the wand. And uh, Dennis was very much into theatrics. But he was also with Anton. Uh, a lot during the period of probably 1969, 1970. And uh, Dennis went on, last I heard of Dennis, like I said, he was he was gay and he, unfortunately, and I hate to think it because he was a nice kid, he lived with us, but again, we did not travel in the same circles. Um, he likely passed of AIDS. But he used to go to school, high school, with his cape and wand. And he was such a nerd, but he was so, <laughs> so regal about it. And, and of course, with, at home, he was just the fat kid that would eat all my ice cream if I didn't get it first. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I'm surprised his, his name should be recognized. Because he was, my wife says he was friendly, but not real friendly. And he was, uh, you know, he's a good friend of Anton's, a good friend of my mother's. He would do homework with us, yes. I, oh, he wouldn't? Okay, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm hearing it wrong. But anyway, that's a name that if you turn it up again, maybe you could uh, find out what happened to Dennis, because... Uh, we can look into that. Yeah. yeah. So awesome. anyway, you're right, I'm going to have to piss again, so I better wrap this up. Yeah, yeah, we, uh, we're actually Perry. running out of time. Okay. But Perry, we want to thank you for coming on. It was a pleasure talking yes. to you and hearing your experience. Very interesting, sir. I hope you don't mind that I was very shy. <laughs> it's, it's fine. <laughs> I think you broke out of your shell there. It's okay. <laughs> uh, my, my mom didn't raise any shy kids for, for everything else. But, um, you know, one of the strange things, I'll, I'll finish with this, is the movie Satanus. Yeah. That uh, is 18 years old. Uh, the uh, the theater was a block from my wife's house, and it was the Times Theater where it opened in San Francisco. The Times Theater was a, you know, flea bag uh, theater. But it opened there, and my mom wanted to go see it. So she was dressed like she was going to a Hollywood opening. I mean, she was wearing, she had kind of a silver sequin dress, which was entirely inappropriate because she was 65, 55 years old, excuse me. So she and I and Carol went to see the opening of Satanus at the Times Theater at Stockton and Broadway in San Francisco, where your feet would stick to the floor. <laughs> and I mean, my my mother was in her fifties when she. Well, she was disappointed because she was uh, she was narcissistic, uh, because nobody recognized her. Of the people that went with us, very a few people from the church went with us, and she was on the altar. And re if you read some of the, if you go to the um, internet movie database page of Satanus. You will see some fairly unkind comments about my mother being the geriatric um, uh, altarpiece, which is quite true. But she loved it to death, and I was her son. Yeah. And so I loved it to death, too, and I was glad to be there with her. 
I don't remember the masturbation comments at all. I have it on DVD. You guys are going to make me watch it tonight, aren't right. you? Yeah, yep. yeah. If you go to uh, one hour and one minute. All right. Oh, you yep. you you timed it. Yep. Wow. Well, thank you. If you want any photos <laughs> yeah. of me masturbating, it'll be nine ninety nine. All right. All right. Let's wrap it up, guys. Thank you very much. I hope this is what you expected it to be. Adam. It was great. Absolutely. Thank you, Perry. Oh, that's great. Till next time, everybody. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. I'll even Hail say Satan. that. Hail Satan, as mythical as that is. <laughs> See you later, guys. Bye. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs>